Hey, my name is Drew Dixon. I'm the Chief Content Nerd at Love Thy Nerd, and I, every once in a while, do these Bible thumps where I encourage you from the Bible. Um, we open up the Bible and uh, explore what it has to say, the way it has to give us encouragement. This is maybe one that you might not think would be very encouraging because I'm going to do something that not a lot of people do. Uh, we're coming up on Easter, right? Not too long away. Um, at least it's in view. And um, there's not a whole lot of, like, sermons or Bible studies or lessons about the burial of Jesus. Um, we get that it's important. We understand that it's an important concept, like it's included in a lot of sermons, but we don't spend a lot of time talking about his his burial, because what's important to us as followers of Jesus so often is the fact that Jesus died, that he rose again, that he conquered the grave, that he paid the penalty for sin, that he made salvation a reality. He accomplished salvation through his death and resurrection. Um, I would argue that we don't spend enough time on the life of Jesus, the things that Jesus did, how he operated, the things he did day in and day out uh, as well. That's something that I think sometimes can be missed in in our pursuit of Jesus. But that's a whole nother discussion. What I want to focus on right now is why his burial is a big deal, why it's important. So let's read and we'll unpack a couple things, okay? So uh, Mark chapter 15, starting verse 42. When it was already evening, because it was the day of preparation, that is the day before the Sabbath, Joseph of Arimathea, a prominent member of the Sanhedrin, who was himself looking forward to the kingdom of God, came and boldly went to Pilate and asked for Jesus' body. Pilate was surprised that he was already dead. Summoning the centurion, he asked him whether he had already died. When he found out from the centurion, he gave the corpse to Joseph. After he brought some linen cloths, after he bought some linen cloth, Joseph took him down and wrapped him in the linen. Then he laid him in a tomb, cut out the rock, uh, cut out of the rock, and rolled a stone against the entrance to the tomb. Mary Magdalene and Mary, the mother of Joseph, were watching where he was laid. All right. So what what's the big deal here? Why is it important that we understand these aspects of Jesus's burial? Um, a few things. One is that um, we see in Mark's account. Um, of of Jesus's death and burial that just about all of his closest friends have abandoned him except Mary Magdalene and Mary the mother of of Joseph um and this guy Joseph of Arimathea but where are Peter where's James and John um where are the 12 right they have abandoned Jesus in his hour of need um, Jesus has been identified wrongly, right? But he's been identified as um, a traitor to the nation of Rome, as someone who's leading a revolt against Rome. He was essentially um, executed on the charge of treason, which is a big deal to cite a rebellion against a power as big and ferocious as Rome. Of course, we know that charge is bogus, but... Um, Again, it's it's people you would not expect that get Mark's attention in this gospel. That's an important message for us too, right? Because um, I think sometimes, maybe you're a follower of Jesus, but I think sometimes follower of Jesus, followers of Jesus can put our focus um, on on the wrong people um, in a way, like or or maybe not put our focus on the wrong people, but but we lose sight of the types of people God would have us love and reach and reach out to, and the type of, type of people that matter to God, right? We, we can easily look at certain people and label them as like outside the kingdom of God or, or um, 
maybe cut off from him because of their lifestyle or their choices or whatever, or because of their background. Um, but those are the kind of people that are highlighted in, in many ways and brought to the forefront in Mark's gospel. Um, and the people who we would expect to be at the front lines are, are not. But Joseph of Arimathea, a prominent member of the Sanhedrin, um, there's something important for us too there because, right, this is a guy of um, considerable background, probably uh, wealthy, influential, religious leader type person. And um, yeah, and he's he's honoring Jesus's body in this moment, uh, which is significant. Because, again, I think sometimes we could, we could read Mark's gospel, we could read a lot of gospels and think that Jesus hated all the religious leaders, that he hated religious people, that he has a real beef with, with, um, with religious folks. But that's not necessarily the case. He has a beef with the religious folks who are hypocritical, right? Who are insincere, who honor God with their lips, but their hearts are far from him, who are putting on a show. Um, but Jesus is honored by this guy. And we get all these details about Jesus' burial to confirm something that sounds, this is, sounds really silly, but it's really important. Um, Jesus really actually died a real physical death. And death is something to be mourned. It is something to be responded to. And these steps that take place for his body being taken care of are a message from God that death is a big deal. It matters. It's to be treated with respect. It's to those who who are suffering because of the loss of loved ones should be respected, should be cared for, and the body should be respected and cared for. Um, I think in this moment and throughout the Bible we see this idea, and this is not me saying anything against cremation or anything like that, but um, but human bodies matter in the Bible. Um, and it's really clear in this moment that physical physicality embodiment is a big deal to to the God of the Bible. It's a big deal to Jesus, and he died this real physical um, death. And uh, all of this is preparing us for what's going to happen in the next chapter, where Jesus rises a real physical resurrection into a real physical, actual resurrected, embodied human flesh. Um, and that tells us something about God's interest and care for this world. Um, I think it tells us that he's not done with this world. I think it tells us that human bodies matter. I think it tells us that we, as human beings made in the image of God, should have great respect for other human bodies and great respect for our own human body, that we should take care of it, that we should honor it, that we should protect it. Um, so, yeah, I think there's some real beautiful, simple lessons for us here. Um, the people that matter to us, let's think about who those people are, and let's see if those coincide with the heart of the gospel, with the heart of Mark's gospel, of his account of the life and death and burial and resurrection of Jesus. And then also, like, let's stop and think about whether, whether human bodies matter to us. How do we take care of our own bodies? How do we take care of the bodies of the people around us? How do we honor and respect them instead of maybe um, what we do a lot of times, which is objectify our own bodies and objectify the bodies of others? We see them as things to be exploited and used for our own personal gain. Um, we don't have to go far to think of ways that people in our culture objectify other human beings. 
That's not the way of the cross. That's not the way of Jesus. That's not the way of the resurrection. And then finally, I think we see um, people who stuck by Jesus and how beautiful that is as well. Um, you wouldn't pick Mary, these two Marys, to be the ones who see Jesus. But again, um, Mark's intent here is to share things, to share what he knows, what he's heard, what he's been told. Um, and so, uh, you know, you wouldn't pick these two to be the, the, the ones who, who witnessed Jesus's burial. But, um, but again, that's actually a sign of the truthfulness of this account, because Mark's not hiding anything. He doesn't pick people who would have, at that time, that was really bogus, but at that time, women were not considered to be reliable witnesses in court. Now, that's complete garbage, right? But that's how people thought. But Mark's not interested in uh, making a false case. He's interested in telling the truth. And um, yeah, so should we. So should we, right? Um, I hope this has been encouraging to you. Um, next week, we get to unpack the good news of the reality of the resurrection of God, the resurrection of Jesus from the dead. Um, how God took in human flesh, died, uh, lived for lived a life worthy of of of, um, uh, of God. The first person ever to live a life worthy of God died a death, sacrificial death, so that we could have life, and rose again, promising that we have an eternal future. And it's a beautiful story, and I can't wait to unpack it with you next week on our next Bible Thump. Thanks for your time.